Hey, are we doing uh, a summer sale? Like summer clearance sale? Yeah, I got, super summer closeout. I got get oh. rid of it. I got a text from uh, our clothing department, and uh, we're we Ooh. got uh, some stuff to give away because we, we got have more. so much fresh shit you know, in got, the hopper. Yeah, we got a lot. We get, exactly, we got a lot of stuff coming. So we're gonna do a little clearance. It's steamy. Let's do a clearance sale. We've, we've never done this before. What well, are we doing? Doug? What are we doing, Doug? What's the sale? What's the clearance? Here's a sale. If you buy three shirts by the nineteenth of this month. We'll give you form access for free. Oh shit! Oh, shit, yes, Louise. The form is fifty-seven dollars, right? So yeah, so any three shirts, right? Tank tops, t-shirts, whatever. Buy three, we will give you the private forum access for free, and and that's the forum you're hearing about. That's what your friends are doing. Right. That's what all the cool kids are doing. Great information. <laughs> Lots of trainers on there. Me, Adam, and Justin are on there daily. Uh, it's a great resource for fitness information and for motivation. So then, is- once you're in, man, you get all kinds of discounts. You get, you know, you get more discounts. information. Yeah, on when we get, you know, the next program released, all that stuff. All that stuff. Mindpumpmedia.com. Friday the nineteenth. It ends on the nineteenth. Thank you. Friday the nineteenth. Mindpumpmedia.com. When I think about you, I hear I myself. myself. Do you guys remember that song? Yeah. What is that? I touch myself. I touch myself. Uh, Remember that? It was a big deal. I want deal. you to hug me. Who sung that? Fuck, it was some... What was the girl's name? I don't know. I thought you were going to pull me into that trap. Who sung that? <laughs> yeah. Let's leave it that way. <laughs> no, 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 no. That would be an Adam joke. That's an Adam joke. I wouldn't yeah. do that. I don't say... Come on. No, what was the name of that I'm girl? I'm the worst singer. There's no way What I'd was the name of the girl? Look up on YouTube. I touch myself. I touch myself. That song was a big fucking deal I when we were kids. love me. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely an 80s song. Because everybody yeah. knows 90s. Okay. It was 90s. Early yeah. 90s. But this song was... Uh, this was a big... 1990 it was recorded. What a big deal that was. Yeah. When it came out, everybody freaked out. Oh, it was, yeah. And this was, let's see, 1990, so it's probably released 91. Let's see, how old was I? I was born in 79, so I was like 12, 13 when the song came out. So it was right in the beginning of my uh, my masturbatory experiences. <laughs> it's like perfect timing, right? Oh. When the music came out. Yeah. You were, how old were you, Adam, at that time? 10, 11? Uh, well, since you fucked up and said 12 or 13 when it was really 11. Um, no, no, no. Nine, I, I'm sure the song came out and like got popular in like 91, well, 79, 79 to 90. It's 11. 11 years. But, it prob- but that's when it was recorded. Technically I don't speaking. Th- <laughs> I think it would probably have come out, you, you know, you like big they, popular 91. When they say it's released at 90, you think it means it? It doesn't really say released. It says recorded. Oh, so you think they wait a year yeah. to release it? So here we go. Wow. It reached number four on the US, U.S. billboard. On the mar in March of 1991, so yeah, I was 12. So that's right, right, right when I discovered <laughs> things. How to do? You it, were already you were, describing. You were doing that at 12, probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. you weren't. Mm-hmm. No, I think it took me till about 13, 14. I was a late bloomer. Yeah, mm-hmm. what's wrong? I, You're repressed. I didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, well, you guys are both weird. I was like, well, between 12 and 15, something happened. Between 12 and 15, <laughs> how do I replicate this? <laughs> Least, <laughs> I have no if, idea. <laughs> or at least our generation. Maybe, maybe the kids now it's different. But w- when we grew up between twelve, between twelve and fifteen, because there wasn't, we didn't have the. I mean, the internet was just still coming, right? Like it was just starting to, uh, you know, to arrive, right? No, the thirteen. There was no nobody was on the internet at thirteen. When well, we that's, were 13. What, that's what I mean. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's just it's just coming to. Mm. If not, it's not even around really. Yeah, but I don't think so. I don't think the internet's necessary. Like no, no, no. Well, well, what, what I'm get, where I'm getting at with this is that you know at that at age, I I still was uncertain if that was okay. If it was okay for me to be doing that or not doing that. Like you don't know. Like that at twelve years old. Yeah, see, I'm more of a rebel. I could care less. <laughs> I was just like fuck it. How, yeah. Who taught you? Did you, did you who, just, nobody taught me. <laughs> you just instant. You just had instinct. Uh, my my neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you yeah. mean? You don't need to learn. Yeah. Let me let me put Uncle it this way, Johnny. If you took a bunch of humans, babies, and you put them on an island and then somehow fed them and let them grow up, they would figure out how to have sex with each other. Yeah. Nobody needs to teach you shit. You just yeah. do it. You just it, like, oh, it, this looks it's like instinctual. A, this looks like a good place yeah. to put it. Yeah, but 12, 12 is a pretty early age to already no. be thinking. Yeah, about but how it. do you no. know to keep tugging on it? Huh? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't that, see that. I'd rather that's not. Key. I'd rather yes. not go into detail about you know what happened. Yeah, because as a boy, I re- as a young boy, I remember yeah, you got to keep going. Yeah. I remember it's, a different concept. But see, for guys, it's easy. It's like drinking beer too. You know, you but for, keep drinking. For guys, it's easy because you're constantly touching it when you go pee. It's not like a girl. Like girls don't really you know figure that out till much later. But guys, like you got to touch it just to go pee. How would you know? 
How would I know? That girls take the, how do you know girl, girls are mature sooner than boys? You don't think they think about their, they've learned about their sexuality before you do? Uh, it's a fact. It's actually a fact that, that boys uh, will orgasm earlier in life than girls will. Sometimes girls don't orgasm until much later. Is that what fact? The Sal fact? <laughs> Bro, do do I really need to, to like show you more? Like this? Uh, how many yeah. times is going to happen? Bro, if here I here we come with the uh, here's why because I know my study. listeners are thinking the exact same thing that you know right now that I am, which is I don't know. That sounds like a bunch of bullshit, and I want to hear <laughs> the study. And I want to see if there's any holes in this fucking study here because mm. we, we okay. Is it a, <laughs> you, you get that? Ask yeah, me this. I do. I get the holes. Or answer me this. Riddle me this, Sal. Is it is it a is it true or not true that women mature sooner than than boys? They do, but when it comes to uh, you know know, knowing what feels good and touching yourself, Hmm. our our sex organs are outside of our body. We're constantly touching them because we have to hold it to pee. It's there. A girl's organs, sex organs, are kind of in her body, and they don't they don't realize it till much later. Girl, women tend to. Like it's more difficult for them to have orgasm at younger ages. Hmm. Um, they tend to sexual, met- you know, become more mature sexually as they get older. That's why women say that a woman doesn't hit her sexual peak until much later because they don't learn their bodies as, as quickly or, or as easily as boys do. Okay, that's a fair argument, but yeah. I want where's the study at? Sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. It's it's logical. Anyway, what are we doing anyway? Are yeah, we giving? I don't away? know, man. That oh, got, is that what we're doing that today? Got really weird. We're, we're, by the way, I want to make clear to the uh, listeners that we're fitness professionals <laughs> and not any other kind of professional. <laughs> Doug, All right, Doug. Send it away, Doug. All right. We're giving away some shirts here. We had 12 reviews this last Ooh, week. Ooh, slowing down. A little down. slow. A little slow. Down. Justin's fault. Yeah. My fault, yeah. <laughs> I got to ramp them up. But we had some good ones. So let me uh, read these guys off. We have Stuart1322. like that guy. Fit Alaska Chick. Ooh. Yeah. Sounds hot. It's good when they're fit. And fit girls struggles. That sounds struggling to get fit. That sounds like a like a subcategory of porn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, like a real specialty. We stuff. know where our minds at yeah. right now. Yeah. So all of you have one shirt. So uh, send your name. The one excellent I just read job. Off. Excellent job. To iTunes at mindpumpmedia.com. Include your shirt size and your address, and we'll get that right out to you. And for the rest of you, the odds are really high that you'll win a tur- t shirt if you leave a good review. So a just turtle? go to. You'll win a, a turtle. turtle. You'll win a free <laughs> turtle. Hopefully, yeah. you don't win a turd. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or a turd. Yeah. So leave us a five star rating review, and you may win. Get some. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts. Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Working out at 7 a.m. is <clears throat> tits. What was it before? It's tits. It's tits. What were you doing before? I've always worked out at around noon in the day. And you like 7 better? Fucking love it. I love it. You know why? Why? Because I'm an animal, Adam. Obviously. Uh, no, because I wake up in the morning. <laughs> I wake up in the morning. Uh, so this is what I did this morning, right? Woke up. Did my morning ritual, which is poop. Mm. Then uh, drank. Uh, I had so I blended Chimera with some uh, MCT oil. What's I, your thoughts on? Not to interrupt you, but I did. Fuck. Sorry. What's yeah. your thoughts on Matt? It <laughs> just, just made just me think it. of something. This was son a, of a bitch. I'm no. still trying to figure out what animal you I've are. I've been meaning to ask you this, and you just reminded I'm, me of this question, bee, and I don't want to forget why, because I think bear. the audience there's some definitely some people that want. What's your thoughts on masturbation before working out? Before mm. working out? Yeah, because there's a lot of theories on. Sometimes I'm for it. Um, <laughs> Here's sometimes I'm like mm, I well sometimes save it. sometimes I really want to and I'm about to go work out and I'm I like need fuck cheese. should I should I not and I should keep all this extra testosterone right now or should I let right. it go right I I don't think I struggle with that sometimes I don't think so so I understand where you're coming from I don't think you lose any essence or anything like that when you expel your hmm. your semenage. Um, Why do I feel like I want to sleep? Though? Here's the only thing that I would now scientifically speaking. Okay, so let's get serious. The only thing you should avoid is masturbating while you're working out. You don't, you're, you know <laughs> Scientifically Whoa. speaking, yeah, you don't you don't want to do that because studies show. I mean, what if that pump though? You're yeah, highly likely to get thrown in jail. So other than that, shh, jerk off to your heart's content. Because I, I had buddies that uh, used to what? Like, like football. What? What? This is about to get weird. No, no. Okay. No. <laughs> I, like, All right, guys, ready for it? Was gonna, a private gym. We got ten, uh, we got ten minutes. We're allowed about to do whatever to start. we wanted. Justin, you didn't have any buddies that were like this in football that like whoa, you know, whoa, whoa, leading whoa. up to a big game on Friday or Saturday they, they were didn't just cranking it. They decided not oh, to masturbate didn't. all week. 
Yeah, no, I, I've heard that, that too. And some, you never this heard. This was like an old myth this with is fighters. So too. No, yeah, it's no, not. No, no, no it's not. Yeah. It's not. You know, I, one of my friends was like a month. And I'm like, you're crazy. A month that will come out of my eyes. <laughs> so, so this is why I'm laughing. I couldn't do it. This is why I'm laughing because you, none of you, none of you guys ever got laid. So you didn't say like, hey, nobody <laughs> have sex over the weekend. It was like, hey guys, no jerking off. Well, <laughs> that's as good as it got. Depends on how old we were. So, yeah. so here's the thing: if you don't. Uh, if you don't ejaculate or have sex or masturbate, whatever, you do get for a short period of time, testosterone does increase. If you maintain that for too long, and I don't know what the length of period is, you can look this up, uh, then the testosterone starts to drop. But if you do hold off, you, you okay there, retards? <laughs> yeah. Fucking guy, it I, fell, man. His, his headphones came off. I'm watching him over there. His fucking cords all tangled uh, around his ear. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was really hard to like fix. He almost choked I don't himself. Happened. Yeah, no. Testosterone <laughs> levels will that. will increase uh, in the short term, but decrease in the long term. Does that increase performance? I don't know. Here's what I know. If I'm super horny, I'm probably going to, I don't know if my form is going to be as good when I work out. I'm definitely going to be angrier when I lift, but mm. I don't know if my form is going to be as good. You know mm. what I mean? Angry, huh? Yeah. I thought maybe you'd have some good studies for us. No, why? Why? I don't know. I just figured you have, you're the guy who knows that Captain Crunch has something to do with freaking. It wasn't yeah. Captain Crunch. Oh, well, yeah, Captain Crunch. No, cornflakes. It was cornflakes. I'm pretty sure the, the maker of a child cereal <laughs> wasn't thinking the same thing as well. Dr. Kellogg when he made cornflakes. I uh, no, my workouts That's in the morning <clears throat> are fucking amazing. Uh, I'm working out with my girlfriend in the morning, and we're hitting uh, just awesome shit. So today I did all kinds of supersets. Uh, the day before that, we were doing kettlebell carries. Uh, thanks, Justin. Those have been fabulous. Yeah, and I feel like my body is uh, it's reaching another it's reaching another level. I've never been this strong while this lean and this light. Um, and this handsome. It's never been this combination <laughs> of things yeah. Yeah. all at the same time. But I'm feeling really good. But I had my Chimera blend that with MCT oil. I threw in some butter this morning and some cinnamon. Um, had that, and I just felt, man. How are you drinking? Good. Start calling I, you Uber Sal. How are you drinking yours right now, Justin? I'm doing it black with with oh. uh, yeah over over ice. Oh yeah, which is nice, refreshing, and like super stimulating. I like it cold. Yeah. I like it. Cold. I just like the cold because heat for me, like any kind of hot drinks, it's always been a relaxing, like kind totally. Of, yeah. It's never like sparked my stimulus. Like I know a lot of people are different. Like my wife's completely different. Like she she can't stand drinking coffee cold. And I'm so, I love it. You're cold. crazy. For a long time I didn't either. It took me a while to tramp. But you know what? I to me, it has to be really good coffee to taste cold. Yeah. I feel like you can disguise hot coffee <laughs> with the creams and the things like that. That and it's for yeah, some the reason, flavors really pop. Yeah, when yeah. you go cold, it's like you can't, if you drink some shitty coffee cold. It's to me, it's really obvious. So f what I used to do back in the day, uh, sometimes this is uh, so back in the day, I would take a pre workout powder, which now we know is a complete waste of money. But anyway, sometimes what I would do is I would take my protein powder because some people do like to take protein powder uh, before the workout. Um, is I'd blend protein powder with coffee, blend it in a blender and drink that. That's pretty fucking delicious too. I used to do that. Yeah. So Did you really? Let me get back. I want to, I want to know because I have, I want to try this on ice. Don't, do you literally fresh off of making a hot cup, pour it over, cold, over ice or do you do it? Do you, can you probably brew it? the night before? Yeah, I brew it. And then yeah, the night before I let it get sort of room temperature and then I'll pour it over ice. Sometimes okay. I'll keep it in my uh, refrigerator That's what I overnight. Did. Yeah. That's that what I way did. it's easy to just grab it and. You know, take off in the morning. Okay. If cool. you want to be I'll a wait. real gangster, then what you do well, is, if you want to be a I real, do. okay, so this is what you do yeah. then. You you brew your coffee. You make ice cubes out of the coffee. Then you can put the ice cube. Then you can pour it over those, so you don't have watered down coffee like a big pussy. Oh shit! Yeah. That's right. Then you're getting coffee on top of coffee. Right. Mushroom stamp me right. Boom! Now. Yeah, and you gonna, feel amazing. I'll try that. Yeah. I'm gonna try that. Did you have anything this morning? Oh, chimeras! I have that every morning now. You do? Yeah, that's my. But I've been doing it with. Uh, uh, I haven't had cream in my house, so I've been doing it with my butter and uh, coconut. So I just do coconut oil and I just do butter. And I'm. A, I know uh, bulletproof calls for two and two. I do just do one and one. What one do you mean? one tablespoon of peanut butter. Or peanut butter. One tablespoon of coconut oil. One tablespoon of peanut of butter. butter. That'd be uh, weird. And then I mix it in my magic bowl. So I've been. So check this out. So I've been. Uh, usually it's coconut oil for me. But um, I've been using medium chain triglycerides, and I bought this one that is higher in, I think it's caprylic acid. I think that's the name of it, right? Um, it's the eight carbon molecule uh, form of MCTs. 
that apparently gets converted to ketones at a much higher rate. So you're just going to get more ketones from it. So that's what the science says. But then there's a side to me that likes natural best. And Mm. coconut oil is natural. MCT oil has to be derived from coconut oil, but it's not natural. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I think, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I, I like, don't know, man. You guys know what I like. To, I like yeah, to experiment. You're flying off the rails. I like to do all kinds of weird. No, shit. I, it's. Uh, I think that's good, and I think it's good that you you say that too. That you're just experimenting because a lot of times these people they hear something we're doing, and it's like that means we put our a stamp of oh right. this is the best or they'll do this. It's not necessarily that. A lot of times we're playing with things and trying stuff out, and mm-hmm. well, I know we're in the middle of uh, trying out a, a a newer supplement right now. Well, so so here's another little revelation I had this morning. So after I worked out, obviously I showered over there because so the so little shout out shout out to Club Sport um, down in the Silver Creek area. That's way south. Really, you didn't give them a plug like that? You know why? They got a, they have they, an awesome gym, but they didn't give fuck us anything for free, bro. I'm not I'm not into giving. They, it. I'll tell you why. Uh, <laughs> fucking, it's a hundred and eight dollars. Earn that one, man. Yeah, man, my membership's a hundred and eight bucks. Uh, I don't care. It's a rub it's my a, back or something. It's Jesus a very nice to tell them about Mariah. That's what I was just gonna say. Uh, Thank you, our, Justin. Hook our girl up. Yeah. I'm glad that you're nice, like I am. Damn it, Mariah uh, is I'm the girl that signed us up. Sign up with her. But anyhow, great fucking place to work out. The the I've never been a member of a gym like this. That's like a country club. Like they've got towels and fucking lotions and mouthwash and q-tips and yeah, ball you, powders you don't need anything you go in there you shower there a long time it's all there for you so anyway um i had a little revelation i have fully made the transition i am fully transitioned to an old man now fully 100 percent. yeah 100 yeah. percent. i see why they walk around just blah i, I walk around i don't care i totally bro balls I'm, hanging low i'm that guy and i'm that guy now I walked around naked, didn't give a shit, shit flopping around, walked over, fucking brushed my teeth a little yeah, bit. Man. I'm like, why? Why put anything on them? I'm just going to be you in the naked. sauna. Uh, so two things happened. One, a guy comes in with his kid, who's like some 14-year-old kid. Poor fucking kid looks at me and looks down immediately, and I'm like, I just, <laughs> I just ruined his fucking day. Like, he just saw the wizard, and he yeah. got scared. I just, I, just made him, I just made him realize that some of us come in large. Oh, yeah. but, <laughs> but here's the other thing. Daddy, <laughs> why doesn't yours look like yeah, that? Yeah. Here's the other thing. Uh, so I'm fucking just... It's so hairy. I'm just walking around naked like, yeah, right? And, I, and then I'm starting to get dressed. This uh, Indian dude comes up to me. Obviously, he, he looks like a, a computer engineer just because I'm being racist. Oh, yeah. Let's be stereotypical. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. But no, no. But he had an accent. <laughs> he looks like a computer he's, engineer. Hey, he's nude. <laughs> like he's good at math. He's yeah. totally nude. I don't yeah. know how you put that together. Uh, no, I'll tell you. No, no. <laughs> he probably no, eats curry. No, no. Come on. It's, it's oh, obvious. my God. Yeah. No, no, no. He's, he, because we're, 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 we're located, Silicon Valley. So he comes up to me, dude. I'm putting my underwears on. He's been watching me walk around the fucking locker room. He comes up to me and goes, hey, man. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, you have fantastic body. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Thank you. And that's awkward. Yeah. Like, that's pretty. That's pretty. I don't think he was gay. I'm pretty sure he wasn't. But uh, that's a compliment. Wait, if wait, a dude you didn't tells, have a towel on? He had his underwears on. Oh, he did. Yeah, he had his underwears okay. on. and his. Uh, but he's like, man. You have fantastic body. That's <laughs> what I said it, bro. You have fantastic body. I'm like, thank you very yeah. much. Is, is underwears the right way or underwear? I always say underwear. Is it underwear? Underwears. Is it plural? Like you put on multiple pairs? Mm. I, uh, no, because well, pants. Right? He had no because he had the, underwear be different. Well, splitting it. You see, you can understand. He had boxers on and a thong over the boxers. Uh, so what? Like un- underwears. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. No, he just that's had, a new one. He had underwear on, uh. one underwear. So. <laughs> huh? What is it? Oh, oh my God! Here it comes. being brought to you by Chimera Coffee. It's the only coffee that is infused with all natural nootropics for a cleaner, calmer, and more focused buzz without the crash. Click the Chimera link at mindpumpmedia.com and input the discount code MINDPUMP at checkout for 10% off. It's the motherfucking quad. The eagle has landed. Henning BKCHS, the biggest mistake that people make when it comes to fasting. Mm. When fasting, you know, uh, a lot of questions coming up about fasting because we've been talking about it um, relatively frequently on Instagram, especially me, because I always forget just how fucking awesome I feel when I frat, when I do proper fasting. Um, I'm not doing it to get leaner at the moment. Um, although fasting uh, done properly is a is 
probably the most the most effective uh, methods. Let's be honest. I mean, if you look at all the like tools that you can use to get leaner, and when I I use the word tools because I'm not talking about uh, you know you have to eat less calories, you have to eat healthy. That's a given. Okay, so you got to do those things. But let's say you do those two things. There's all these tricks and tools you can use to maximize your your fat loss. Fasting, by far, by far, of all the things I've done over the last 10 years, the most effective thing I've ever used to get lean. That being said, I'm not trying to get leaner right now. I'm doing it purely for the health benefits. Mm -hmm. And here's what I noticed from it. Um, So I was doing two 24-hour fasts a week, and then the rest of the week I'll fast for about 14 hours. Lately, just by accident, uh, because we've we've now done Mind Pump full-time, I'm fasting about 20 hours almost every single day. Um, and I feel just fucking amazing. Like, I feel sharp. My mind feels sharp. Inflammation is non-existent. Uh, my workouts are fantastic. I feel great doing it. But here's the thing you want to keep in mind, and here's some of the biggest mistakes that I see people make when they're, doing fa- when they're fasting. You have to understand and, uh, and categorize fasting in the same category as exercise. Mm. It is a stress on the body. So exercise, being a stress on the body, we know exercise is very good for you. The the actual exercise part of it isn't really good for you. It's causing damage to your muscles. It's raising free radicals. It's, you know... Elevating the heart rate. Blood sugar goes up. Yeah, it's, it's doing all these different things that aren't necessarily good for you. The good for you part about exercise is what happens after. Your body adapts mm-hmm. and gets healthier and gets stronger and becomes more Yeah, you're fit. challenging it. The same thing is true for fasting. When you are fasting, your body uh, accelerates its removal of old cells or cells that are, that are more prone to mutate. Um, it kills them. It uh, does. It, it adapts to the stress of fasting by becoming more efficient by by operating faster by uh, switching fuel sources many times for the brain, uh, so that you're using more ketones and you can think sharper. So if you use it properly, like exercise, you're going to get very very positive adaptations. And I, the 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 science supporting fasting right now is so fucking overwhelming mm-hmm. that you're an idiot for you would be an idiot to try to argue against it. That being said, like exercise, if you overapply fasting, and this is the mistake I see, is that people jump in so headfirst and overdo it uh, and do it wrong that that then you know they feel crappy, they notice uh, hormone levels start to change. You can cause adrenal fatigue from too much fasting too mm-hmm. often and not doing it properly. Uh, women can notice uh, you know stress response that isn't healthy. So that's the biggest mistake. The biggest mistake I see is people are like, oh, I've never done fasting yeah, well, before. It, it 24 hours right off the bat. Yeah, it's not intermittent anymore. You might as well take that out of the title. Like the, the long-term fasting, uh, you have to think of that as, as a long-term amount of stress that you're placing your body in. Like, oh, no, what are we going to do? We need to get food. You know, it's 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 a response that your, your body is, is going through this state of shock and stress and so this is challenging you and, and like Sal was mentioning it's it's sort of like filtering out all these like dead you know worthless mutated cells and what we're doing now is that, and then we're replenishing the body with you know good quality nutrients and things that will uh, uh, nourish the body uh, in a different state. So, you know, just balancing between those two, that's where we get like this crazy amount of benefit. Oh, I'm glad you I'm glad you put emphasis on the intermittent again, because I think a lot of people uh, don't understand exactly what intermittent means. Yeah. Uh, at, and I think the most common mistake that I see is abuse. And an example of this, God, so typical of anything, right? That's effective, right? Because it's it's something that oh shit, this works, uh, or uh, you know, they that that person, the person who jumps on it right away, is the same person who's like willing to try anything, right? And they're like extreme about everything. Yeah. It's like oh, I heard this supplement's good. Oh, I try it. Yeah. do it like crazy. Oh, I heard this exercise good. Oh, do it do it like crazy. Oh, I heard fast sixty hours of fasting because it's so much benefit to it. And let's, or just every single day, yeah, every day, yeah. exactly. So week. Uh, understanding that uh you one you to ease yourself into it to to feel it and you'll see like in our in our fasting guide uh we talk about six different ways uh mm-hmm. that you can incorporate intermittent fasting and, and to be clear there's more than six ways yeah, we picked the six best ones for right. our audience which people are looking to get leaner build muscle and just be healthy yeah right? and we and we share how each one of us uh use it differently and i think that 
when you when you and this is why I don't one of the people that or one of the peoples I should say that uh, introduced fasting to the community I think to the masses was the Hodge twins and they represent a, a side of it that I'm not a fan of I mean I like the fact that they brought it to the masses and a lot more people are talking about it because of those guys but they also encouraged eating fast food in the in the, in the small their eight hour window that they're eating so it's like if you're doing it for health right if you're trying to reduce body fat and you're looking for all the overall health which I do it for overall health uh, that's for uh, for the benefits of that it gives you so if you're gonna do that you're kind of countering that when you do it so you can get away with eating all this shit food mm-hmm. so there's a lot of people that just and that's the same the same issue I have with if it fits your macros. Can it, if it fits your macros, be something done healthy and balanced? Absolutely. But do most people do it that way? Absolutely not. Most people go, oh, if it fits your macros, I'll eat whatever the fuck I want as long as it fits my macros and I can stay lean. Yes, you could do that, but then it defeats the purpose of a lot of the health benefits that you can get by eating right. this way. Fasting is the same way. I see people, they see fasting as a great tool and they're like, oh shit, now I can eat these fucking gummy bears and not get fat. So as long as I do my 17 hour fast afterwards, and then so they in, begin to incorporate it to try and counter the shit that they're putting into their body. Clearly. Yeah. Well, and using it as a tool more like you're mentioning with all these different uh, methods helps to promote more flexibility, which is something we're big on uh, on this show because like uh, lifestyle, it has to promote an element of flexibility in there. Otherwise, you know, you're not going to be able to stick with it. Then it becomes this religion, this dogmatic thing that you're trying to explain to your friends, family, and everybody else. Like, I'm so regimented that I don't have the flexibility to be able to, you know, have cake or, or do this or do that because uh, it's it's a mentality that I feel is very unhealthy. Yeah, if you use fasting, uh, like Adam was saying, where you're going to not eat for 12, 14 hours and then go eat food that you know is not healthy for you, what you're all, all you're doing is fostering an unhealthy relationship with food. All you're doing is have, giving yourself an excuse to binge eat. And that's not what fasting uh, is all about. That's not what any of this is all about, and that's not what Mind Pump is about. Everything we're ever going to promote will have performance benefits, Mm -hmm. but they're also going to be strongly rooted in health and longevity. Mm -hmm. Um, That's just how we work. Um, And on the flip side of this, look, uh, if you do things for performance that are also beneficial for longevity and health, not only will you get the dual benefit of being healthy longer and feeling better, but you're going to look better too. I, I can't stress this enough. If you've got two people, if you've got a group of twins and one group of twins eats X amount of calories, X amount of macros, utilizes certain techniques, but eats lots of processed foods or eats you know foods that aren't necessarily you know good for them, but it fit their macros. And the other group does the same thing, except they eat healthy foods, do th- things properly. Even though they eat the same calories, even though the macros are the same, they're using similar tools. Uh, you can, you'll be able to tell just by looking at them. You'll be able to see who is using the healthy methods. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll I believe you'll also see it in their performance. Um, the funny thing is, in a sport that is extremely, uh, that is very, very closely re- related to bad health, bodybuilding, these pro bodybuilders, talk to them and see how much, and I'm talking about the professional level, ask them how much processed food they really have pre-contest. Mm-hmm. Not much. They eliminate bars and powders. Why? Because they figured out they just fucking look better on stage. They'll, they'll say their, th- their skin looks thinner or, or whatever, but they figured it out. They figured out that you know there is a little bit of a health component to it as well. But with, with fasting, again... It must be done properly, and keep this in mind. When you're talking about a capacity, when you're when you're looking at your body's capacity to utilize stress to improve, that capacity has an incredible variance from individual to individual. Just like exercise, mm-hmm. I could take a workout and train myself very hard. I could go in the gym, gym, train very hard, very long train very frequently and what's going to happen to me is I'm going to get in better shape I'm going to feel better and my health's going to improve now I could take a beginner or an intermediate person uh, who's not used to training that way throw them right into my workout and they're not going to get the results that I get in fact they're going to probably have detrimental results they're going to Besides hurting themselves, they're going to feel crappy, run themselves down, maybe put themselves into metabolic damage, maybe put themselves into adrenal fatigue. The same holds true for fasting. If you are the average person and your diet is whatever and you're like, you know what, I want to utilize fasting, 
Start small, just like you would with exercise. Skip one meal. Well, Start with that. There's also multiple ways to to utilize it, right? So if you're talking about getting lean, and um, somebody also asked, I saw that uh, Adam responded, but it was on the the, the thread. They're asking about too about putting size on oh. on, and also. Um, oh, you mean trying to bulk on a fast? right? But yeah. but also well, using fasting too. So if you. <clears throat> Uh, I guess I guess the question was like like that wouldn't really make sense if you're trying to you know maintain a surplus in that uh, perspective. However, there's ways to use it. You know, like Sal was mentioning, where we're trying to bring and incorporate in a healthier process to uh, 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 building up that surplus. So glad you said that, uh, Justin. Because yes, if you're fasting, if you're doing 16 hour fast, uh, or, you know, or longer. It is going to be difficult to eat a surplus of calories within your eating window if you're trying to gain weight. Right? Especially if you're doing it consistently, right. right? There you go. That's the that's the key right there. If you're bulking, here's some here's some negatives to bulking. Number one, anytime you bulk, excess calories will and can promote inflammation. Even if it's healthy food, it's still a lot more calories than you're burning. And so it can kind of promote that kind of stuff. Um, there are health benefits to fasting that you can utilize even while bulking. And this is how you do it. You fast. Once or twice a week. Can you make up those calories on the other days? Sure. Easily, yeah. Will you still be able to bulk? Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. And I and I bet you, uh, you know, I bet you a million bucks, if I had a million bucks, uh, that- You're going to respond even better. You're going to respond better. You're going to build muscle better. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize this too. There's a lot of science now pointing to the fact that utilizing fasting increases or improves the efficiency by which you use protein. Mm-hmm. Let me explain what that it's means. It's so obvious to me too when you've been through it and I felt what I felt. You feel it. it. Yes. You feel it. Yeah. Here's what I mean by efficiency. You eat protein, your body's going to use it no matter what. Uh, a large part of the protein you eat goes to energy. A large part of it doesn't go to building and repairing muscle. Believe me, it doesn't take much protein to repair and build muscle. It just doesn't. So a lot of it gets turned into energy. If you fast, what they find is... More of that protein, even if you eat the same amount of protein, more of it gets used for rebuilding uh, and uh, muscle, goes to recovery and rebuild, and less of it gets used for energy. That's good. Think that means you could. That means you're going to get more out of your protein. You've made it more quote unquote anabolic. It's not just protein. It's all macronutrients. The body becomes more efficient. Think of your body being like a sponge. And if a sponge is oversaturated with water and then you dump a big gallon of water over that sponge, it still might hold a little bit of the water that it's going through that sponge, but a majority of it's going to run right through it because it's already oversaturated with water. Squeeze that sponge, completely depleted of water, drain it all out. It's a dry sponge. Now dump a gallon of water over there. See how much water that that sponge. Think of the same way as your body, the same thing with the nutrients. If you're constantly dumping, dumping, dumping water or dumping nutrients on the body, then it gets, it gets oversaturated saturated and mm-hmm. then take it away and deprive it for 17 hours dry it all up in a sense or deplete it right that's what we would call depleting it then and then refeed it and see what happens body soaks it Starving all up for it i'm telling you man if you're bulking right now you're wanting to gain size incorporate uh, one or two days a week of fasting one is what make, i would do one's yeah. plenty for somebody who's trying to if you're trying to if you're aggressively trying to gain that's what i do one when i'm bulking it's one day a week. and how much better do you feel doing mm-hmm. it oh amazing Let me let me ask you guys this. What's the first thing you because right for me it's right around the twelve. I'm trying to think here. Right around the twelve to fourteen hour mark where I notice like a lot of the benefits of fasting. Yeah. What are some of the first like things that you notice when you're when you're fasting in terms of your body? Heightened cognitive function. Sharper. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that happens to me too. I hate this thing where I feel like I don't know. I feel like I can see things a little crisper. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first thing I notice. It's really sharp, clear. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, if you really want to do the fat, if you want to do fasting properly, we broke it down. We have a fasting guide. Um, it's only twenty seven bucks. It's our, one of our most ex- inexpensive uh, products. It's you get a lot of good information on it, um, and it's at mindpumpmedia.com. Something that you guys didn't say that I think it's important to note real quick since you just brought that up is we also. I, I believe we still have a, a deal where we paired it with our nutrition guide mm. and something that we right. before uh, we look at fasting as a, as an advanced technique 
it, that's why we wrote a guide for it. It's not as simple as just don't eat. You know, yeah. there is there is things that to watch out for. There is a smarter way to do it. Well, what but, a great pairing between the two. Like we're mentioning, like going and depleting, but now what do you refeed with? Exactly. Right? Yeah, so, so and and that's why. What does that even look like? So we we highly recommend that. And, that, and that's just, this is just for people that may not be for sure. If you're advanced, you you understand nutrition very well, then you probably don't need the nutrition just guide to go with it. Fasting guide. But if you're somebody who is is still learning about nutrition and macronutrients and understand what types of foods you should be feeding yourself, that we highly recommend the guide first is going through the, Nutri- nutrition, the guide. nutrition survival guide. So you understand balance of food, the types of foods that you should be fueling your body with. Then you take it to the next level by incorporating the fasting. Yeah, and they're both they're both available as a bundle. For $57, you get both. MindPumpMedia.com. Next question, sir. Question. Ryan AM90. He was doing a Joe Donnelly workout, which is quite intense. And he survived. (laughs) He's still alive. Congratulations. Way to go, Ryan. And now he's doing Maps Red. And there's so much less work that's involved. And he's asking, will he still see results? So before we get into the workouts he was doing before... Um, let's Ryan t- should just come on the forum and post that exact question and see how many people have exactly. experienced the same thing. <laughs> same thing he has. Here, so here's the thing. Uh, number one, uh, we have different maps programs. If volume is your thing and you like lots and lots, you like lots of volume uh, in your workouts, um, and you like those kind of you know bodybuilder esque uh, training set, uh, Ooh, programs, black. Then you go maps black. Yeah, maps aesthetic has uh, got all that. No, I want to stop you. I want to stop you because here's the thing. This is the reason why I want to stop you. From, skip. I want to stop you from saying that because to me that's that is and, and well, you're, well you're cut. I, you're, you're you don't know where I'm going next. Well, you're going to go somewhere that's, else because that's fine. Because if you're if you're Are telling you not reading your minds together. Well, here's our, di- our dicks aren't stop connected. Today. Here's the here's the thing. Let's get connected. A, give, giving you black is exactly is it would be trying that's to dark. compromise and say okay, you know if you want if you love that high intensity, you love tons of volume, but. That is the reason why we organize these in an order of red, green, then black, is I don't care who you are, what level you're at, you're going to benefit by going through red. And you should see and you should actually experience what it's like to train for nine months consistently and how to gradually increase volume. That is how this is designed. And you might at first, because you just came off of super high volume, which is probably where Sal is going. There's some things that you need to take into consideration. Well, if you're doing super high volume, you cut that back. Well, then you're probably not burning as much calories. So your nutrition needs to slightly adjust. And I mean slightly. But you're also going to be sitting a new signal and a new adaptation by going through red that you're not used to because you were so focused probably on the pump, which I know his workouts You're speaking are. to exactly what he needs. That's Sal's what he needs. speaking to what he wants. Yes. Yeah. So it's a different mentality. And I know people struggle with this it as is. far as uh, changing gears. You know, that that's a really hard thing for people to do. And that's like one of our biggest complaints. Uh, here's it. Look, you, you got to ask yourself th- this question, Ryan. You got to ask yourself this question. What do you really want? Do you just want to beat yourself up in the gym? Uh, Well, guess what? You don't need maps. You don't need Joe Donnelly's workouts. You don't need anything. Go in the gym and beat the crap out of yourself. (laughs) Hammer the fuck out of yourself. Join CrossFit. Do something crazy. Then beat yourself up. If if you're in the gym because you want to get stronger, build muscle, get leaner, look better, perform better, um, then you want to follow proper programming you want to follow something that works and i will tell you this right now maps anabolic maps red works extremely extremely well and here's the first thing you'll notice switching from a joe donnelly 50 million set you know everything but the kitchen sink workout to a maps anabolic workout here's the first thing you're going to notice dramatic increases in strength especially phase one phase one you will blow yourself away with the strength gains. And I ain't making this up. Those, I'm about to say something right now, and half of you guys are going to be like, he's full of shit. Challenge me. Challenge me. Send me an email. Send me a text me- a message on my Instagram. Challenge me, and I'll send you 15 real testimonials from people who were not solicited. Well, that's why I say just get on the forum. If he were to go on, if he, I already know he's not on the forum because if he asks this question on our forum, mm-hmm. we already have probably hundreds of people that have been through Joe D's workouts or, over. or like it that have switched over and that will talk this, him. This is this talk is right to him now, and tell him the real for legal purposes because I got to say this because otherwise Doug will throw something at my head. 
Uh, I can't say that this is typical, but I will say this. We've seen this a lot. People adding like 50 pounds to their PRs and their deadlifts and squats, 20 pounds to their bench presses. By the way, phase one is three weeks. We're seeing silly strength gains in a very short period of time in phase one. Then when they go to phase two and phase three, what they notice is more muscle, less pain, way more energy. Uh, libido goes up because what happens when you when you're doing these super ridiculous high volume just over the top go to failure and everything set you know exercises is what you don't realize is you've probably depressed your testosterone level you Fuck yeah, yeah, now, animal. now if you're on steroids that might not make that might not make that big of a difference and you can get away with it because you could just increase your 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 anabolics if you're natural you're probably depressing your hormone levels by beating the crap out of yourself mm-hmm. like that so will you see results I can say unequivocally that a good 80 percent or eight or ninety percent of the people that switch from these or ninety nine point nine nine nine. No, I don't want to go that far because there's those there's those anomalies. Look, there's yeah, those yeah. people out there that just respond really well to punishment. They just do, um, but most of you don't. And I, I know some of you thinking right now are like, "Oh, I'm fucking awesome. I'm a super. I got great genes." No, you fucking don't. Most of you listening right now are average. Trust me. Mm. If you had super great genes, you would look like a freak right now. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, we all know that kid. You yeah. all went to school with him. Yeah. Everyone had one of them in their yeah, classroom. And by the way, you've seen my pictures. You've seen Adam's pictures. Alien DNA. We're pretty muscular. Guess what? Our genes aren't fucking great either. We've got normal. <laughs> we've got relatively normal genes. Uh, you will get way better results following a program like Maps Anabolic than you will on this other stuff. One of the key differences is the frequency. You may not be doing as much volume, and you might you're not going to failure because we'd say don't go to failure. But you're doing a lot of frequency. You're doing three foundational workouts a week plus trigger sessions. You're touching your muscles every single day. Every single day, you're sending that big muscle signal. I want to make a point right now that I think is extremely important for all listeners that purchase any of our programs. Part of the key and the the magic behind the program design is that you fucking follow it to a T. Right. Do not take your Joe D mentality into our program. No, you'll ruin it and you, because that that defeats the purpose. There is an imp- there, it's very important to right. get the they'll body. They'll do like what I did when I started doing uh, rubber band exercises, where I would oh, the tri- oh, I would go session. as hard as I could yeah. in the trigger session, which was completely defeating the purpose. No, you got to follow how we break it down, uh, and then see what happens. Phase one, you'll see strength gains, and then two and three start happening. And you, you start to build muscle. But for those of you listening who don't have our programs and don't know what they look like, I'll just give you this very simple advice. This is very simple. Just do this. Don't even, don't, you know, fine. Don't get any of our programs, whatever. Just do this. Take your typical body part split, the routine that you're following now, where you do chest on Monday, back on Tuesday, whatever. Take your total sets. So if I do chest on Monday and I'm do and I always do, you know, 15 sets. 15 sets for chest on that yeah, day. Three, four different exercises, That's four it. to five each. Take those 15 sets, and instead of doing them all on Monday, work your chest Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and do five sets each day. You're doing the same amount of work. You're still doing 15 sets. You're doing the same amount of exercises, but what you've done is triple the frequency. Step two, don't go to failure. Stop one or two reps short of it. Just do that, and you will freak out. You Stop will right lose there. Your mind. Stop right there. You also need to mentally check yourself that it's going to feel totally different. Feel very different. You're not chasing a pump. No. Mm-hmm. You're 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 focused on the frequency more than you are chasing the sarcoplasmic hypertrophy. But don't worry. Don't worry. That the pump comes will come later. Too. Yeah. That comes later. That's phase three. There's an there is an important piece. There's and don't any program that you purchase and this was the biggest uh, issue we had with all the programs that are out there is they all hang on like one thing or they pick one thing that's yeah. in, important and a little bit of science and they incorporate it where we're trying to teach you all all of them through all these programs yeah. and in, show in, you you know order yes in an order and and how how you should cycle through through them. So just because you're going through maps phase one and you're com- and don't be in your head comparing it to some other program, whether it be Lane Norris or Joe D's or fucking whoever, your favorite bodybuilder friend. Honey. Yeah, yeah. Don't compare <laughs> that one phase to the entire program because we don't believe in that. That's why it's nine months. The if you go builder. through all of our programs, it's nine months of programming. Like that's how long that you should be going through and cycling through all these different modalities instead of trying to throw it all into one and hit it all in one week. That doesn't right. make sense. Right. You sh- you might see more results in that one week compared to ours, but over the course of one month, two months, three months, nine months, right. you're, we'll blow it right. away. But again, just to recap, take your total sets on Monday for chest, break it up, do three workouts, and uh, break up those sets on those three workouts. Just do that. 
uh, and then send us a message and you'll see. Haynes dot underscore. What is the best techniques to use to train a client into a deep squat? So uh, I want to I want to comment on something about this because I had a, a great experience um, mm. with Justin. Oh yeah, so uh, we had a few bottles of wine. Yeah, and, uh, I was gonna say one you remember one thing led yeah. to another, and we were squatting yeah. deep. No, uh, we went to <laughs> we went to go see uh, Doctor Justin at uh, what's the name of his place? Premier Sport and Spine. Premier Sport and Spine, which uh, it's in San Jose, um, uh, off of Almaden and Cherry. Probably the best, definitely the best functional chiropractic you know work i've ever seen in my yeah. entire life i'm, I'm gonna go so far Crazy. and say that he blew my, he blew we're, my we're, mind we're yeah. going to and if he's listening to this now we are we are going to steal him we are going to align with him we have so, to he's our guy yeah he's brilliant yeah. but anyway we're in there and he's he's showing me stuff that and it's 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 been a long time since i've had someone show me something that i've that I didn't know or had no concept of. Mm-hmm. And he's showing us stuff uh, that I've never seen or done before. And me and Justin are in there, and he's having us do some squat assessments. Now, it's no surprise that uh, amongst the the three of us in this room, or the, or the four of us, if we including Doug, that myself, I, Sal, um, am probably the tightest, probably have the worst mobility, I would say. Mm. Um, uh, so not very good. Doing the squat assessment, he's pointing some amazing stuff out. Justin, on the other hand, squatted like uh, fuck. It was it was a it was a sight to behold. It was, it was just beautiful. Like he sits in his squat, arms overhead. You just want to hug it, him, dude. It's you only, just want to hug you him. You know that it's only because like well, the irony of this whole thing, right? Is that we're we're both standing there, and then we take our shoes off, and then Sal looks over at me, and then he looks at the doctor, and he's like. Yeah, so are we gonna, you know, have some kind of point score here, yeah, yeah. or like, you know, like instantly turn into competition? I'm just kind of laughing. I'm just like, and the doctor, really, this? Yeah, you know, and, you know I can feel it. This. And Doc Justin looks at me and he goes, yeah. "Well, you're already losing." Right. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, "You just pulled just your socks." Feet. Yeah, you pulled yeah. your socks off. I can already tell you're yeah. fucking. And he broke us down immediately well, just by standing but, there. But but they commented. Yeah. Him and his assistant commented on how great uh, Justin's squat yeah. looked. So I, I I'll defer to you, Justin. Like. What do you? What have you done through the years to make your mobility and your squat look so damn fucking amazing? Uh, you know, like uh, sharing between because he asked me too, like what I was doing for mobility and all, all these things. Because even with my shoulder, like he he commented and was like, "Wow, you know, I can't believe you know, like the shoulders and hips and everything else is so connected like that and uh, in, in that kind of a range of motion." And I've really put a lot of emphasis uh, once I've. Once I started to kind of dabble into into the whole mobility realm, um, I just I, I take something like that and I and I want to master it and and for me it just became this this skill that I just I was on a course to uh, uh, really attack um, you know how to better myself through this and uh, really I got hurt. Uh, a while back uh, with my QL and, and, and this led me down the, um, okay, how am I going to rehab this myself? How am I going to uh, uh, get better and, and be able to get back on my feet and be able to get that kind of range of motion, my squat again, and everything else. And going down the rabbit's hole of all these methods out there, all these techniques, it's so neurological. It's such a neuromuscular connectivity issue. And once, straight. once I, once I completely plugged into that, which, you know, it, it still seems foreign to a lot of people that your mind can really control uh, the ability of your limbs and your, your muscles. And uh, like you have control if you are concentrating on activating uh, that connection from your brain to your well, muscle. So, so this, this was something shocking to me that I learned not that long ago is that... Uh, it is all central nervous system. Mm-hmm. Here's an example. I mean, it's not all central nervous system because there can be joint issues and tightness issues, uh, you know. But even tightness, muscle tightness, comes from the central nervous system. But I'll give you an example. He put me in a position where um, I was—I uh, don't remember—I was on the ground. Uh, I think I was kneeling on one knee, and he wanted me to lift, like bend my knee, so I could bring my heel to my butt. Right while I'm kneeling, I think it was, mm-hmm. and I could only bring it up so far. Like I couldn't go up any further. And he said, "Do you think?" And he said, "Why can't you bring it up further?" 
And I said, I just don't have that range of motion. And he goes, no, you do. And he went under with his hand. He goes, watch this. And he lifted his hand and he pulled it up to that position, which makes sense. And he says, Sal, you have that range of motion. Your muscles just don't have the strength to support you in that range, that new range of motion. And we've talked about this on on the podcast before, but it became so glaringly obvious to me. And so like what Justin's saying here with mobility, really it's about getting uh, neuromuscular connection to those ranges of motion. So what I want to ask you, Justin, is like, can you give us like, like give us one simple technique that, I mean, because I know there's a lot that goes into this. Obviously we'll be here for two hours. I'll just do one very very basic thing that uh, was a game changer for me uh, working on the squat specifically as a skill and it was creating more muscular tension. Okay. So how does that look? It could look like even if I just me and my body. Okay. And and something that we actually included this in Maps White in our Maps Anywhere program because you don't need anything. You just Mm -hmm. need your body. But there's a way to actually tense up your body and try to really magnify that response all throughout your body as I'm pressing my feet into the ground and creating this tension all the way through every little articulation angle all the way down into as low as I could possibly physically press my way down. So maybe I'm using my arms to then raise up and press my body weight down. Well, this is like your Dumphy squat, right? This is the Dumphy squat concept. So I, I start with the the body weight as an example, but you know, if you do have a, a stick, it, it, it becomes way more handy because now I can actually place it in the corner of a, uh, a doorway or a squat rack or something like that. And now I can create this muscle tension response by pressing it into that corner. Now, I've done this with a door, so I didn't have a stick. So what I did is I opened a door and just grabbed the, the, the oh, doorknobs on either side, uh-huh. and then I kind of did that. And so what I did was is I just, like, like Justin's saying, you, you tense up your whole body, and you start to drop down into a squat. But the goal is to, it's like you're grinding down, like everything's tight the whole yes. way down. And then get to your squat to the bottom and then just keep kind of driving and grinding yourself as far down as you possibly can and then come and then up. Hold down at the bottom there yes. too. Especially in the beginning when we're really trying to reinforce that signal. Uh, you know, place a little more emphasis at that isometric uh, position. Because if you think of a squat and you're thinking about increasing depth. We want to make sure that uh, it, it responds with with even more magnitude, uh, and it helps you when you're at your sticking point or you're at your weakest part of the lift. So for me, like I'll get down as low as I can get down, and then I'm just sitting in it and I'm and squeezing my body, right? And by the way, this is exhausting. Oh yeah, yeah. people. Time. I, so what you're listening, what you're if you're doing it correctly, if you're it's doing exhausting. this right, you're exhausted. You're doing this whole entire process. It's like one rep. Well, last year, maybe 30 seconds, mm-hmm. right? Right? Mm-hmm. 30, 45 seconds. Uh, you, sh- you should be able to have to take a break for a couple minutes. It's exhausting as mm-hmm. hell. Um, Adam, your squat ha- has gone from... Well, yeah, uh, I think... I think Your squat went from horrible to good I, I think in that, a short period of time. I think last year, if you know, you talk about you being the worst, I, I think I was the worst yeah. a year ago. I think after... You uh, surpassed me. I put I put a lot of energy into this though. I just want to I want to make that very clear that it's not yep. this is not an overnight process. This is not a go do this once or twice and all of a sudden you have this great range of motion. I have been working towards a deep narrow squat for a very long time with good form, right? Good mechanics, really deep narrow uh, squat for and it, I've slowly progressed to that. It's literally been a process. It's been over a year. It's been at least a year that I've been working on that consistently. And some of the things, two big things I think that Justin didn't mention that um, I had put a lot of emphasis on, what he's saying 100%, that's a part of this also. Uh, But taking, we talk a lot about frequency Mm -hmm. and understanding the importance of frequency of stretching. And so my opening my hips up, and just getting down and sitting in a squat. So I'll, I'll find myself like if I'm teaching a class or I've been standing and it's like I can, I'll get all the way, I'll sit down. I'll mm-hmm. sit all the way down in the deepest position I can and just get comfortable, try and get comfortable in that position. And I'll be sitting in that position trying to bring my shoulders back and, and think about the, my form of just sitting in that position. And then same thing for opening my hips up. I have a, you know, like the 90, 90 stretch is big for me. The lizard with rotation is a big one for me. Those are big uh, mobility moves that have helped open my hips up. And I just will a lot of times just get down and do it. 
Uh, Even if it's just a couple of them. Dude, like frequency is such a humongous point because, you know, you're presetting uh, this this pattern, this this uh, recruitment pattern. So uh, the more frequent I produce a type of a movement, uh, the the more ease you have, uh, uh, you know, getting down into that depth or uh, having more strength in that in that range of motion. It's it's amazing, but a lot of people take the same damn mentality that they have with training and they even when they know like you have someone you teach them to stretch and they they approach it the same way with this intensity of it's oh man i need to go stretch and you know it's like oh it's like this really intense like pushing really hard and they're like sweating and it's like this no like you don't it doesn't need to be that way and when i figured that out that like i don't need to go through this grueling stretching every single day i would it's better if i do three little little easy stretches or mobility moves just to get that but do, signal. But do them frequently. Yes, frequently. Get it connected. Go down there, do a few of them. You know, t- three hours later, get down do a couple more. You know, three hours later, do a couple more. And and wherever, obviously, you can't do all these things all the time. But even if I'm sitting at a table, I'm in a, a we're in a meeting and it's going on for an hour or two. You know, I'll sit at the edge of my of, of the edge of my chair and just retract my shoulders to pre- retract depress my shoulders and get mm-hmm. this isometric contraction and hold. And think about that. And I'll, I'll do that two or three times. Then I'm mm-hmm. done with it. Yeah. But trying to do that all the time throughout the day uh, and being aware and connected like that, man, that has been. That's been everything for me. It's been a huge, huge game changer of just doing, and it's easy. It's not hard. It's just having that 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 uh, reminder, you know. Yeah. And if you're if you're a techie person, use your iPhone or use your tool that is your wrist to to set reminders for you that just vibrates every few hours. And when it vibrates, you know, do do one of those stretches or isometric holds that are, is going to increase those. Or put that, it right on your crotch. <laughs> that'll remind you. Ge Grayling is asking if Adam will ever compete again <sighs> yeah will adam ever will we ever see you will we ever see you on stage greased up in your in your shorts i think walking around doing your uh doing your calf raises before you get up on there <laughs> i remember seeing quarter that. turn and quarter turn quarter, and turn, quarter, turn. quarter turn i think that i think there's a part of me now that, prance that now prance that will um again uh i think <sighs> I think if if I get enough people, I think that are tied to us, and like let's say for example, we decide we're going to go out to like an, the Arnold show or go to um, a big a big competition where we're going to have a mind pump booth and maybe make a weekend out of it, maybe even set up like a mind pump getaway. And I know there's going to be a lot of our fans and stuff. I would do it for something like that. I would plan something like that with us. And I think in 2017, I foresee Mind Pump traveling a lot and doing seminars in different states and stuff. So I think I could see myself setting that. But honestly, like I, I don't have a desire to compete to try and to try and be the best in that. Um, just because you've got to have lost some of the drive to do that. I mean, well, once you become, your goal to do that was to get to this point where you're doing the show. Yeah, a lot of, and, and if you're just tuning in the show, you may not know that you may you may not know that the ultimate goal was really just to to gain uh, attention uh, and credibility too. Uh, unfortunately, in our industry, uh, a lot of people don't don't care about how much you actually know and your knowledge and experience if they don't think you can do it to yourself or mm-hmm, they don't right. they haven't seen you do it. So a part of that was like. Me, and it was perfect because I just came off being in the worst shape of my life. It was, okay, let me take myself into the best shape of my life and show people that I can do that. And, you know, that that actually turned into, okay, well, let's take it to another level and go to, get on the stage. And then that turned into a... Well, there's some truth to that too, right? Because you gained a lot of insight, you know, as, oh, well, yeah. as far as the process of it. And then also like what you would change and alter. And I think a lot of your advice has been critical for a lot of these athletes that listen to our show because you know like that they have to know that that you can do it with health in mind too which is something that's like this total foreign concept in that world exactly and i think uh and um, there's nothing to gain for me really anymore for competing so not to say i would never compete but it's less motivating when there's not much to gain anymore well that's what i'm saying like knowing you you don't do anything uh, half-assed. So if you're gonna do a competition, it's because you're gonna try and win. And uh, if you don't have the, if it doesn't pull to you anymore like it used to, that would be very difficult. You know what I mean? I feel like you'd want to, like, okay, I think I'm gonna compete, but 
right now I'm so focused on what we're doing here with mind pumping and everything. It, it might not even be worth it. Yeah. You know? I, you know, I mentioned that we have some people on our forum right now that are, are uh, aspiring competitors and they're training. They're young. They're like 19 to 23 years old and they've been training hard uh, and they've been underneath us for uh, over a year now. And I've been watching them progress their physiques and it's really exciting to see where they're going. And their ultimate goal is to become a pro and, and compete. And I've told some of them that that is something that would get me out of retirement, right? I would, I would love to see some some people that we have kind of uh, mentored, uh, work their way up the chain, get to the professional level, and I would love to hop on stage as support. You know, I'm not going there to. I mean, of course, I'm competitive. Of course, I'm gonna try and win anything I fucking do, but. I would love to do it and support our community, somebody else who's trying to compete, you know, meet up with them and do a show, knowing that they're going to get into a show. I would love to do something like that. Mm. But as far as competing, the, the only thing that gets bigger than what I've done now at the professional level is to make it to Olympia, is to take a first place in a pro show, make it to Olympia. I know what it takes to do that. And it's not the level of commitment for, to building my physique that will get me there. It's the other shit that I have no desire to do. Mm-hmm. Justin made a great point. I, I, what I've taken and what I've learned from that side of the business, um, it's made me a better trainer. It's made me a better coach. It's enlightened me on that industry. I have all that now. You know, I don't uh, doing another show won't give me any more yeah, of it. I don't think you're going to get much more. Yeah, where so, you're at. yeah. So that's where I stand. You know, but uh, I, I believe there is uh, more shows in my future. Um, I enjoyed it while I did it. I, spe- I love getting ready for show. I hate getting on stage. Uh, as much as I'm the outgoing one and, and uh, love the limelight, this and that, I'm not into posing. I'm not into the whole that whole thing. I yeah. don't. I don't like the, the getting all tanned up and, and prancing around. But I do love the competitive side of com- getting ready for a show mm-hmm. for sure. I do love when they apply it. <laughs> Five hundred days of fuck you is asking if Sal <laughs> and Adam have. Where's ever- he been? Uh, we want Doug to say that more. <laughs> yeah, often. I know. Yeah, <laughs> that's why you chose this question. Yes. Have Sal and Adam ever smoked cannabis together? And what was it like? <laughs> 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 There's a bear shit in the woods, right? Have, have, we, ever had, yeah. have we ever had cannabis? Well, uh, yeah, um, quite a few times. Um. It, you know, you know what it turns into? It turns into it's pretty magical. It's yeah. <laughs> it turns into uh, a romantic evening. Uh, no, I see. we uh, the, the three of us. Period. The three of us, or and when Doug's there with the four of us, like. When we get together and we have nothing specific to do, it becomes a explosion of creative An ideas. Orgy. It, it, I mean, of it, it's just it's one person talking over the other, writing shit down. We've come up with some of our best ideas. When you throw cannabis into the mix, it's like putting it on steroids, man. It just goes. We just go crazy. We just well, go crazy. It's, with it's it. so we're just writing shit down and going nuts with it's it. It's so crazy and so intense that we can't do it every day. It's something that we can't because it's no, it's exhausting. It's exhausting because once we get rolling, uh, it's it is pretty unreal. Um, and we can't. Here's the thing: I've realized this. We have a tough time chilling. So, like, let's say all let's say we all go to a party. We're all invited to someone's party, right? The, inevitably, what happens is ten minutes after we've done, you know, we said hi to everybody, we end up going off on our own and we just start brainstorming and working. Okay. There's no way we could we could smoke cannabis with a group of friends and relax because what'll end up happening is it'll turn into a conversation about mind pump amongst yeah. us and we end up shutting everybody else we'll out. We'll figure out some other universal sign that uh, you know was meant to be. Yeah. This is also, I mean, uh, and what? I know, I know, we probably did have. Smoke, did you smoke yeah. some earlier? Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I'd say that like what fifty percent of the people are pro, fifty percent are nay, right? So somewhere around there. So I'm sure some people are listening and they're just like, ah, you know, they're still anti marijuana, this and that. You may live somewhere where you're you're totally sheltered from all of it, or you haven't listened to enough of our episodes where we talk about the science supporting it. But you got but, like six wives, so it's cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> where did that come from? <laughs> Boom. Uh, where where I was going with that is that uh, this is how uh, I think we're. I, I try to be careful about um, you know how we talk about this, right? You know we. Um, I don't want to become a show that's like, you know, oh yeah, marijuana. This, no, marijuana. we don't, we don't advocate it. Yeah, no, we, we don't. But I, I also like to be very truthful and real. And there, there are certain things that, um, I love to use it for one of them. I've expressed many times. It is, it helps me sleep at night. It helps shut my brain down at the, at nighttime before I go to bed. So, 
Um, I have a strain uh, that I typically uh, smoke at night that helps me do that. And then there's strains that I enjoy that uh, 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 promote creativity. And when I'm uh, sour diesel, hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. When I'm with the boys uh, and we're yeah. we're writing a program or creating content or we're just Whatever. talking about the vision of the business, um, I absolutely uh, love to be medicated, and I love to uh, utilize a strain that I know that promotes that creativity. And I don't give a fuck who you are. Like if you've if you've never experienced that. Um, it's fucking 100% real. There's science that supports it, and it, it does work. And it, It's harder to focus on specifics. Like if we were like, okay, guys, let's break down the numbers and look at the percentages and start calculating <laughs> things out. Be like, all right, yeah, like, we, whoa. we can't be doing yeah, cannabis yeah, before. Yeah. But if it's like we're coming up with ideas, new ways to market, oh, new the topics crea- The to creativity about, side, right? That it's, part, yeah, that part yeah, definitely if you're, if you're doing task-oriented things, it's, for me, it's not yeah. something I use. Now, I've met people that are like that, but for uh, creativity, like, yeah. you know, you're talking about something like when right now we're, we're building a business that is far from complete, and so a lot of that takes a lot of creativity, and we all love getting together and sharing our, our visions. And, yeah. and I tell you what, some of the best shit comes out of that. It does. Um, but I'll tell you this too. Look, uh, we're not stoners. Um, so what I mean by that is we don't do it during the day, um, rarely. And uh, look, if you're one of those people that has it all day long, whatever, it's your body, do what you want. Um, but I'm not trying to uh, make that my life. I'm not trying to uh, take away from anything in my life. It's like anything we talk about. It's Balance. A, it's a It's a tool. Um, I use it medicinally. I, that's that's legit, legitimate reason uh, why I use it, and uh, the creativity aspect when we really want to dive into that. But other than that, um, I don't use it all day. I don't wake and bake. I don't smoke, you know, you know, uh, mid afternoon or whatever. Um, if it's for me, it's it's always in the evening. And and I will say this: if you're listening and you're thinking about using it and now, you want to because you heard you know Sal and Adam talk about it. Like, be smart. Um, be very smart about it if you're going to use it. Make sure it's legal. Don't break the law, uh, or try not to break the law, or whatever. Um, and you know, don't don't anything can be abused. And I've seen a lot of people take weed, and it becomes their excuse to become lazy fucking losers. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure it wasn't the weed. They were already lazy fucking losers, and now they have a great excuse, um, uh, and they get to smoke weed all day long and be lazy fucking losers. So. Yeah. Good point. That's it. Jerry uh, Garcia, man. Listen, if you like Mind Pump, leave a five-star rating review. We'll pick the best ones, and we will send you a free limited edition Mind Pump t-shirt. Also, check out all of our programs, including the fasting guide uh, that we heard us talk about earlier at mindpumpmedia.com. And you can find us on Instagram at Mind Pump Radio. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal, Adam at Mind Pump Adam, and Justin at Mind Pump Justin. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump.